0: welcome to another episode of the kicking it podcast i'm alex joined always i wouldn't say my trusty sidekick um because i'm more like his sidekick i guess it's austin rico as always ladies and gentlemen uh (laughs) austin how you doing today
1: i'm good i'm good and i am enjoying this time before the nba finals is over and we go into sports purgatory
0: yeah, for those Enon you know, baseball fans, we're about to enter sports purgatory until the end of August. Just want a reminder that we are presented by the Corner Club, and they were closed yesterday for the, some odd reason, for plumbing, I think. So, But anyway, go check out the Corner Club in Moscow right there on the corner of A and Main, and tell them we sent you. And they'll give you nothing but just tell them we sent you. So, um, I think we have a pretty good show today. A lot to talk about NBA
1: Finals, so stick around. we will be right back. So we are two games in to the NBA Finals. Game three is tomorrow night
0: in Oakland. Um, Warriors do not have KD. That was announced today, and Clay is questionable. Um, What do you make of the Raptors' chances heading into
1: game three? Uh, I mean, I I think they're pretty good. Uh, I think it's about as good as you can ask. Um, I'm not saying they're going to get a win, but just the team they have. I mean, even if the Warriors are full strength, I think they have a group that can give them fits. And we saw game one, you know, they didn't necessarily have their best game. Uh, and Golden State didn't either. And, you know, they pulled it out. Mm-hmm. And then, sure enough, game two is kind of the exact opposite. Uh, Toronto just goes cold for that quarter. Oh, man. Um, I, went cold. I mean, it was brutal. It, and part of it was Golden State's defense. But they missed a lot of open shots in the game. too. So
0: They went cold into yeah, the game, it, too. At the end of the game, there was a long stretch where the Raptors weren't scoring, the Warriors weren't scoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had, Two if,
1: great defensive teams. If
0: you had the over, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I mean, as far as Game 3 goes, I'd, I'm obviously rooting for Toronto. Yes. Um, I, I think it's going to be a tough one going into Golden State because Oracle is always crazy loud, um, and it's not in Toronto's favor this time. They feed off their you know role players really feed off that crowd in Toronto. And then lastly, gosh, I had part part of me wants to say Raptors because you know Clay's Clay's hurting, Iggy's hurting. If Clay plays, I say they win. Exactly. The,
0: the Warriors. If Clay plays, the Warriors win. Yes, I I agree. I agree with that. Um, you know, I've been impressed by the Raptors so far. I think they are the deeper team. If you look top to bottom, I think they are deeper than Golden State. But Golden State just has
1: just oh
0: man but kyle lowry has been just nowhere to be found when it matters most for this team lately
1: uh i mean i I think that's a tough sell he he's kind of a heart and soul defensively always in there taking charges i thought game two i I thought he played solid game one and not necessarily scoring but he's not that type of guard anymore no um but the second game he had some cheap fouls called against him and he he was on the bench. He was fouled out. Yeah, you you want your four general in the game, and as great as Van Vliet's been, I'll take Kyle Lowry in there as well, just to run the show and let Van Vliet hit some big shots.
0: Right, and let Van Vliet sit out there on the on the perimeter and um, let the for the drive and kick out to happen, the drive dribble penetration. Um, Pascal Siakam, people, he was the story of Game One. Um, dude was unbelievable. His stats were unbelievable. Um, what do you go like 14 for 17 with like 34 mm-hmm. points? Insane. Yeah, it was it was pretty insane. Did you see that coming? I know you watch, you pay attention to the NBA more than I do. Um he seems like a name who has kind of showed up more this year, I guess you could say. As a name I've heard more just as a casual NBA fan.
1: He's yeah, he's had that breakout kind of year. But i mean shoot just the way the way he played you would hope he would you know be able to be as efficient as he was just because he was everything was in transition to the rim it was kind of more of golden state allowing it to happen and and see occam's good you know every i'd say every about three games four games to go off for you know high 20s low 30s honestly yeah
0: he's been quite the player quite the addition there um for the Raptors, you know, when you can go Kawhi, Van Vliet, Siakam, Lowry, and Mark Gasol, that's a pretty good starting lineup. Um, there's not too many weak points in that lineup. Um, overall series prediction. Let's All right, let's assume KD. I don't think KD's going to play. I really don't.
1: I, I, I don't either. Did you see him back in the locker room? He's hobbling her? around. I don't think he's going to yeah, play. It, it is not looking. Plus, promising. I, I think part of it is just to save face for free agency. Yeah. Plus, I think he's about to get paid, and
0: who wants to tear a calf muscle um, when you're about to get paid and have to sit out, or you know, tear an Achilles or do anything like that when you are about to have one of the biggest contracts in sports history?
1: It's. I'm I'm very excited for NBA free agency. It's be, definitely become more of a spectacle. Oh, this um, NBA free agency the last several years.
0: Fun. This is
1: going to be a fun NBA free agency. Speaking of, we might have to do a free agency special. Uh, oh, we definitely are. With, with a little predictions.
0: Oh, man. KD to New York. Uh, shout out to uh, Matt Linehan and his woeful um, Knicks fandom.
1: But... Um, well, did, you, did you see the Nike shirt that just came out? Uh-uh. It has the list of, like, all the places he's played. Uh-huh. And it goes Oakland, and then below it is San Francisco, where they'll be playing next year.
0: Interesting Mm mm-hmm just came out too interesting Nike Nike confirming uh definitely Nike has been known to actually reveal to reveal a free agency and signing hints before it's actually happened um by accident they've done this multiple times across multiple sports they've done it in soccer I know that um a couple times so I think Nike sometimes makes some errors in their uh revealing of who's going where um yeah I guess we haven't really talked in a while we know we've both been busy um been a couple of months uh Brooks Kapka has won um the US Open, not the US Open, excuse me, the PJ Championship. Um he kind of create came back after uh almost winning the Masters there. Um Tiger didn't even make the cut. I think the he's the
1: hottest golfer right now, but by I agree.
0: Tiger didn't make the cut. Um we had the Kentucky Derby fiasco in which I myself lost a couple hundred dollars because some three judges are idiots and sat in the booth and um That's horse racing. That what just happened? What happened in that? So uh, yeah, uh, maximum security. Yeah, should have won there. So thanks, Kentucky Derby. It cost me a couple hundred bucks. Um, I didn't lose a couple hundred. I was gonna gain a couple hundred anyway. um, Let's see, Jeopardy James. uh, His streak is over. Uh, Just shy of Ken Jennings. Yes, his uh, overall money record. Um, What's more impressive, Ken Jennings or Jeopardy James?
1: Oh, easily James, just because of the, the style he played. It's, yeah. it's tough either way, but to you know come up $50,000 short of what Ken made and less than half as many shows, that's ridiculous. I
0: don't think we've ever seen a Jeopardy player or we will ever see a Jeopardy player play that uh, aggressive with a Daily Doubles, with Final Jeopardy, um, and just smart you know it was it was impressive i'm sad it's over i was a big james Holsauer fan i do now follow him on twitter so go follow james Holsauer on twitter uh he is a professional sports gambler which right up my alleyway so i'm pretty happy with uh his profession and the kind of guy he is
1: well and the, and the thing that i think is interesting is a lot of people were asking you know what what's he doing only betting what was it 1300 and double jeopardy when he's When he's down only like – I mean even if he would have won and the the lady who – even had he gotten it right and the lady who won it, you know, gotten $0, bet $0, he still would have lost. And it was kind of interesting because when you look at it, he's playing – he's basically playing a parlay on her messing up. And Mm -hmm. he he was just putting enough so that he'd beat the guy in third place if he got it right. And it it was just a great – in his position. I mean obviously he wouldn't have won either way because what's-her-face – that the perfect amount. But had something gone wrong, he played it exactly right, because that's the only way he could win.
0: Right. You know, I, didn't, I, haven't, I haven't watched all of it, um, but I mean, it's out there. It broke early. That was kind of the more frustrating part, is that it broke yesterday morning. Um, once it aired in the first market, um, Darren Ravel from the Action Network, formerly the SPN business guy, um, considered maybe the most hated person on the internet by some, um, broke it, and Some people were very upset, and he's like, well, I was going to do this all along as soon as it aired in the first market, and it did, so, um, you know, I was sad to see it happen. And we didn't even get to watch it live on the West Coast here until 9 o'clock last night. Uh, Stanley Cup Finals are on. Um, By the way, I know we're not hockey guys, but Stanley Cup Finals is one of the most uh, entertaining sporting events you can watch, even if you're not a hockey fan. Um, Bruins and Blues are tied up at two games apiece. I want to say. So
1: mm-hmm. who are you rooting for?
0: Uh, St. Louis, I think they're the underdogs. And there's a guy out there who placed a very hefty bet on the Bruins on the Blues to win, and it pays him out a hundred thousand dollars if he actually wins. So really rooting for that guy. And he actually turned down. He placed like a four hundred dollar bet earlier this year. Pays out a hundred thousand dollars if he wins. And people actually sometimes uh, gambling, um, sometimes casinos and uh, other people offer to buy the ticket off of you um, at a price to kind of cover their risk. So they he was offered $40,000 for this ticket at 400 uh, turn it down. He's riding out St. Louis. I'm all about it. Go blues. Um, hopefully they win be a good win for the city of St. Louis. Boston has seemed to won everything
1: the last like 15 years. Like they, I know there are a lot of people that are a little concerned. They're not gonna. They might only have you know one, two major championships. Oh yeah, two. This
0: year. Yeah, real rough. Yeah, let's see. They won the World Series. Let's see. They won the Super Bowl. Uh, they might win the Stanley Cup. Um, Celtics are winning, and again, so yeah, real rough to be a Boston sports fan. So I think I gotta go for St. Louis and uh, the Ram, the ramp the um city of St. Louis. Um, that has to hurt, if you're St. Louis, to see the Rams have that much success after they sucked for so long there.
1: That has to snap. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, they're getting an XFL team, so who's the real winner?
0: Oh, XFL. Speaking of the XFL, Rico, any uh, what's up with you? What's up with the, your uh, profession? XFL possibility? Um,
1: uh, we'll see. I, I'm i all squared away from chiropractic school right now, but uh, I'm not completely shutting the door. If an opportunity is too good to pass up on presents itself, then uh you know, I'll keep it going. I'm still staying ready, you know, it's it's enjoyable as is and you know who knows what could happen, but any uh any As of right now. There's nothing noth- nothing confirmed.
0: Nothing training camp wise, NFL. I know you did a mini camp in New Orleans down there.
1: We yep, have nothing right now. Got gotta spend a good weekend with a uh, good old teammate Caden Ellis down there.
0: Yeah, Caden Ellis, I don't think we've talked um since since he uh, signed with the Saints, so yeah, Caden Nellis to the New Orleans Saints, seventh round. I think I saw as like a two point five million dollar deal over four years. Good for him. Um, how's how is he doing down there?
1: He's doing well. I mean, he's he's just a good athlete, and you know, he's a guy that likes to work, so he'll make it. He'll be he'll definitely be looking in that special teams role. But I mean, he's he's perfect down there for them. He he fits the role that they want.
0: Hey, maybe that's a we got a future interview right there. I could probably get him on online, and once he makes the roster, hopefully, hopefully makes the roster. Um, I know for us um, as football fans, you and I's next uh, next mm, appointment you could call our uh, next time football's showing up. Hard knocks. Have they not? <laughs> have they announced who it is yet?
1: Some no, the Lions. Heard it one wow, I that's old. what it's looking like. I've, I've heard a lot of reports that the Lions are going to be the featured team this year on Hard Knocks.
0: I hope it is the Lions. That would be awesome. You know, Matt Patricia, good guy. Matt Stafford, apparently. Did you see Matt Stafford's beer chugging abilities? I did. Oh, my God. I need to see Matt Stafford chug a beer on Hard Knocks.
1: <laughs> I don't know if they'd let that happen, but. Well, if, if if we're going to be talking about quarterbacks and their beer chugging abilities, Aaron to Rodgers, Tom Brady is is oh. due credit.
0: Uh, how About Aaron Rodgers' lack thereof beer chugging ability. <laughs> that, that oh yeah, that was too good. That was rough for my boy Aaron Rodgers there. David Bakhtiari though, um, from the also of uh, <laughs> Green Bay Packers, that dude is a unit.
1: Who needs to chug when you got your, you know, your offensive guard right there that can yeah, take care of it for He's you. supposed to chug for you.
0: That's that's what that's supposed to be. Um, you know, it's rough. We got uh, we got baseball now. I'm a baseball guy, but even the Mariners suck. So
1: uh,
0: <laughs> I don't really after know. that
1: hot what 13 and two start. Yeah, they've
0: gone like at one point they're like 11. Then over the next few games they're like 11 and 32. They're now 25 and 38.
1: Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing, but. You know, it's what we've come to expect from them.
0: You're right. I don't know. what My highlight baseball season was Coach Boatman uh, coaching the Lewis and Freshman Bengals.
1: That's right. I, I retired yeah, Well, what was your record? You might be able to go and help the Mariners out if it was good. Hey,
0: we were 11-3, and three, all right?
1: Oh, yeah. They, they might be looking for a new coach.
0: We were pretty good. Coach.
1: We were pretty good.
0: Get me out there. It's probably easier being a manager in the MLB than it is coaching high school baseball. Now, hear me out. Manager MLB, you don't really have to coach those guys a lot. You just got to kind of you. Know, you just manage. It's the whole. That's the name. That's what you are. That's all you got to do. You just got to just manage everyone. You'll be all right. Be a good. Be a good gig.
1: Yeah, you can uh,
0: count me out of that one. You could do it. You yeah. could. Pl- you could play manage baseball.
1: Guaranteed. I would hire Jeopardy James to <laughs> you know. Hey. Crunch the numbers for me, and mm-hmm. I just sign those people.
0: Did you know that's like all he bets on? Right, is baseball. He's a baseball guy. That's what he makes his money on.
1: Well, he, I think he was saying he wants. He would love to work in like a baseball management position.
0: Yeah, that's what the Mariners need is Jeopardy James. That's the Mariners' key to success, right there. Jeopardy James yeah. is available. Um, we need. We need him. I don't know. I don't know what else is there is. Hey, hey, real quick, if you do in the XFL, go to Seattle. Um, that way, I can come watch you
1: play. So, well, shoot, I, I might need a place to live. That's Hey,
0: roommates. <laughs> you know, be a, good, be a good time. Hey, so so I was in Monster this last Friday. Played a little golf. Sad you didn't come down. Thought you were going to, and then Garrett said you didn't show up. Um, you know, me and Garrett.
1: Oh, easy now. I said there was a possibility.
0: And eh, well, you said I'll you said I'll probably be there. A little disappointed you were not there. It was
1: it was looking good and uh shame. You know, I had a I had a bum knee that day. It's a shame. Would have really affected my golf game.
0: You know, it was get uh, Cade is actually a halfway decent golf player for wh- compared
1: to what I thought he was going to be. So here's what needs to happen. You make a quick trip up to Spokane. We got some nice courses. Uh, I got two And wh- we can go golfing.
0: I might I got 2 weeks left here in Lewis before I move. 2 weeks. So I might have to make a trip up to go with you and Garrett to go uh, out, out, to, out to a course just to, one last time.
1: Oh, yeah, you, you'd enjoy it. We got some nice courses out here, that's for sure.
0: I did not shoot the, as best as I should have. I was a little disappointed, honestly. I really was. Not my best. Not my best that day. Hey, have you seen Pat McAfee might come back as a kicker? Have
1: you seen him training? Mm. Where where did you see that at? Um he
0: keep well from him. He all he does is train at kicking now and he does not rule out the possibility of coming back as a kicker. Not as a punter.
1: Uh, I mean that doesn't really surprise me. When I was at the combine talking with uh you know, Coach McMahon who was his coach in Indianapolis, he he'd spend every day punting, he'd also be kicking. Uh, and he was like he, he could be an all pro kicker as well. Hey. Um you know they because they were exploring the idea again. It'd be a tough sell, but they were exploring the idea of having him do both uh, once the goat hung him up. But clearly, he's not planning on doing that Ever. in the next century.
0: Uh, McAfee also did kick off for him, so it's not like he was complete.
1: Yeah, well, he he kicked at he Virginia. He wasn't a punter until
0: no, he didn't learn how to he didn't learn how to punt until he got to the NFL. How's that make you feel?
1: Yeah,
0: but that dude, I'll live. Uh, you playing 2K? I can hear it in the background.
1: You know, uh, and you want to know what the teams are? Um, Raptors-Warriors? Yes, sir. I'm a Raptors. Was down. I saw 15 on Hall of Fame. But we're we're reeling it back in. It's a three-point game into the third. Wow. I'm impressed. So I'm, I'm hoping this is, you know, good good sign of things to come.
0: I'm impressed. Listen, I know you're not a soccer guy, but I know you are a semi-fake Manchester City fan. So if you want to just rub it in? Go ahead.
1: No, I'm a, I'm a very humble winner. I've never been one to brag.
0: Oh, really? That's um, but, but just
1: kudos, kudos to City, you know. And then the boys, and then Liverpool won the we Champions my boys League since 2015. Yeah, you guys have been going way back. Hey, I mean, since I've been a fan, we've had a great run of success. So, so
0: are you attributing yourself to
1: Manchester City's success? Um. You know, I wouldn't go as far to say that, but. Okay. I also wouldn't say it's not a part of it, you know? Okay. Well, fair enough.
0: <laughs> no correlation whatsoever. Um, I hate Manchester City. Yeah, Manchester United sucks, so it's all right. Um, real quick uh, NBA finals prediction. How many games? Give me the winner.
1: I'm going to go. S- yeah. Six. Whoever wins game four.
0: <laughs> so, so it doesn't matter who wins this next game, is what you're saying. No. But, so if the Raptors tie it back up, they're gonna win two straight. Is what you're saying? So, like, let's let's just assume the Golden State Warriors win tomorrow. But the Raptors okay. win. Raptors win game four. You're saying that that no matter. So then they go up two one, but then the Raptors would win three straight.
1: Yeah, sure, why not? That's what Golden State did in their first championship.
0: Mm, Fair enough. That's that's fair, I guess. So so whoever wins game four, so you're not even picking a team. You're just saying... Yep.
1: uh, Wow. I'm putting all my faith in the winner of game four. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, I I think they're going to split the games in Oracle. Okay. So, I mean, whoever... I, I I don't even know like I, I think somebody's going to win two games in a row after game. I four. think
0: I think the Raptors are going to win tomorrow night because even Clay come back not hundred percent Clay. I don't know how his minutes are going to be. Um, I some go Raptors win game three, so Warriors win game four, and then the Warriors win the next two games. All right, I, I'll greet that Warriors in six. Mm.
1: And right now it's looking like Golden State's going to win game three according to two K of my abilities.
0: Well, here you have it, folks. We are predicting um, – we actually are confirming a Golden State win um, because of Rico's 2K game.
1: There you have it. That's uh, – Oh, well, there, there's, still, there's still three and a half minutes left. You it's not writing it. off completely. It's only a four-point game. You heard it here we first. We have the ball. You heard it here first.
0: The Raptors are losing. Rose Knight's game.
1: You know not to underestimate my 2K skills. Take it easy now.
0: Uh, yeah. Man, I never beat you. I came close. That's disappointing. I'm not too cakey. Yeah,
1: I, I don't. I don't want to talk about that one. That was on a trip. That was on a trip to the East Coast. You know, I, <laughs> we
0: were we were in Auburn. My,
1: my sleep was all sorts off. Uh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> that was a good trip, yeah, though. I just, I just wasn't myself that day.
0: That was a good trip, though. Fun times. Auburn and fake one it off. App State or Auburn? It was Auburn. Ah, that was a good trip. Auburn ran a fake pun on us. Let that sink in. Um, what do you think about the sports betting getting legalized? Illinois was the 11th state, I want to say. 13th thirteenth state. What's your opinion on the sports betting legalization? Do you think it's going to affect the NCAA at all and its players?
1: Uh, not directly. I, th- I think the NCAA is already, you know, screwed as is, and they're going to have to start paying people. I don't think it has anything to do with The legalization of gambling.
0: Well, there's there's the whole. Ncbl argues that then players will be like uh, might get a like now it's going to be more prominent. Players will get approached, and then you'll have players being approached um, about about um, you know shaving points, throwing games. Yada yada, etc.
1: Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, th- I I wouldn't worry too much about that, honestly. Like that. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think it's personally just coming from my you know background. I I can never imagine doing it, um, but I mean, I guess you have a point. Sure, why not? I I do think it'll get paid, so I don't think it'll be an issue, though.
0: Yeah, also, I mean, kind of not, I guess breaking news happened a while ago, but the NCAA is in committee about um, letting players um, profit, Call the Olympic model, something that um, has been talked about a lot, players profiting off of their own likeness. And I think that is how you will see the NCAA pay players. They won't want directly pay players, but I think they will then let players make money off of, like Zion. Zion should be able to make money off of being freaking Zion Williamson.
1: Yeah, I I did see that and that that's kind of what I was thinking as well. Is they they'd be able to make it off their likeness cuz then you don't have to worry about like, oh, okay, there are this guy's making as much as that guy. It's completely based off of, you know, your your market value.
0: Right. And I think that's Cause if, you, if
1: you try and you're not going to be able to prorate it like that and you're not going to be able to pay everybody the same fairly at least cuz then you got <laughs> Zion should not be making the same amount as somebody that plays for Eastern Washington.
0: Right, but it's going to be off of, like, let's say, let's say for example, when you were in Idaho, you were a pretty good, well-known name, I would say, you know. Um, you were pretty established, But let, and you're from Spokane, but let's let's say a Spokane business, I don't know, any Spokane business wanted to say Austin Rico um, is a prep, like, approves, Let's say McVeigh Brothers Windows. That seems I don't know why it pops in my head. It's probably because the jingle. <laughs> probably because the jingle. But let's McVay say, right? Yeah, they're working for you. Yep. Okay. But let's just say um, that McVeigh Brothers um, decided all of a sudden that wanted to pay you like a thousand bucks to put you in a commercial. That's the kind of stuff we're talking about, and it, it would happen at any, at every school at every level um, because of local businesses and things like that. So, you know, I don't think you're going to, I don't think you're only going to see, you might see guys like Zion on more prominent um, national campaigns, but you would see guys like Rico, um, you'd see guys like an Ed Hall, or even you and me could make money off of like the Corner Club, The because the Corner Club is a proud sponsor of of this podcast. We could have done that in college as athletes and they could have paid us for it um, under these new guidelines if they come to fruition. So I think everyone has some benefit from it. I don't think just because, it's not just because, it's not just going to be like the Zions of the world. Um, So, you know, I'm just going to hope it happens. I really am.
1: Yeah, I wish it would have happened a couple years ago, but I I do think, I mean, everybody should be able to go and kind of get their money. And shoot, I mean, if that's the case, I think you can see the college game be a little bit more beneficial, and then you don't have to worry about the, you know, oh, I'm just going to skip college or stuff like that.
0: Yeah, um, well, and I think it's something as interesting as I know I've kind of mentioned before is the XFL is going to go after, because in the NFL you have to be two years removed, um, three years removed from high school to to enter the NFL draft. The XFL is gonna have no sort of rule like that at all. Um, so you might see someone like a, the XFL go after someone like Trevor Lawrence and offer him like, a quarter, like three quarters of a million dollars or a quarter million dollars to go play for a year or two in the XFL. Um, so maybe with this rule, you might see some of that, um, that appeal for someone like uh, Trevor Lawrence um, or a Tua Tagovailoa to go leave early to go play and make money off of them if they can already get, get paid for being who they are. So it might end up benefiting um, the colleges um, and keeping top talent from uh, trying to leave early. It also might well, do you
1: think it'd be kinda of in the same regards as the G League offering I forget how much money they're offering, but whatever it is.
0: Um possibly. You know, I don't you haven't really seen too many guys, but how about the guy who just uh the to go to Australia? Yeah, him. Imagine if he could go to like Kansas and make and be just sign a you know, get paid to rep a car dealership for thirty thousand bucks. Well, what do you do? You probably go to Kansas, get a check get a year, get a year of you know the exposure in the NWA, and then go make like thirty k in a scholarly check out of you know a promotion. But what do you think of that move on that guy going to uh, New Zealand or Australia, wherever it was, somewhere down there?
1: Um, I I'm honestly not a huge fan of it, just because I think your marketability grows a ton because a lot of the a lot of basketball players make a, mon- a ton of money in endorsements. And when you're not being seen in the college game, it's not going to help you coming out. As opposed to Zion, you're looking at a guy who's going to end up signing, you know, <laughs> mega. Obviously, mm-hmm. multi million dollar shoe deal, as mm-hmm. is. That's, even, that's not even commercials, all that stuff. And that's his first year. People are wondering if he's going to get a bigger uh, shoe deal than LeBron coming out of high school.
0: He might. And it's interesting. Um, I, I don't think, you know, you kind of heard some sports people talk about. Um he announced it on Get Up, one of those ESPN programs in the morning. Um and Mike Greenberg said this guy is setting a trend by doing this. And I actually disagree with that. Um because you've seen some guys, uh Sebastian Telfair, um no no, right? Not Sebastian Telfair. Yeah, no, he went, he went straight out of high school. Um crap, who is it? Jennings. What's his name?
1: Uh, you know what I'm talking about snap. You
0: know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know why I'm drawing such a blank here. That, that is terrible. Um, Play for the Bucks. Yeah, Brandon Jennings. There it is, Brandon.
0: um Thank and then that would have been who else, who else did it? Emmanuel, Podcast would have been off. Yeah, who immediately. else Immediately, it? Emmanuel Moutier went and did it. Um,
1: Emmanuel Moutier. Shoot, I mean, you look at somebody like, oh, Melo Ball, too. I think it, he him going and playing overseas and, and the whole shoe deal, of forfeiting his uh, collegiate eligibility. Stupid. I, I think it's a mistake, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: but you look at those guys; they ended up where they are rated as prospects um, coming out of high school. Ended up getting and drafted in lower positions than then. Um, ended up getting drafted in lower positions than where they were ranked coming out of high school. It's not to say that that's the right ranking, but Zion was ranked the fourth best player in his class when he left um, when he left high school to go to Duke. Now he's going to be the undisputed number one overall pick, hands down not even close you know what i mean because um, he gained exposure here in, in america and was seen by american fans became popular that way i don't think it's i don't think you're gonna see some sort of mass exodus um to go play in australia or go play in new zealand or go play in greece i think you're gonna see guys still want to stick it out here in the u.s um to make money, to because Zion Man made a lot of money by playing that year at Duke. Not maybe not at the time, but play on ESPN every you know every game and be on national TV, be the top star on Sports Center really um, helps grow your audience and grows your value and your brand.
1: Yeah, it grows your brand, and then you also look at it. I mean, you talk about going from you know, maybe fifth pick to first pick. That's a big money difference in signing mm-hmm. bonus and guaranteed money, all that. Mm -hmm. i I mean i still think college is the way to go a because even for that year you get that experience um, because the the pro game as great as it is get paid um, it it is just a different kind of brand i think college is an opportunity where you can really just enjoy the game uh, when you don't have to worry about the money side of it while it has its stresses and everything like that i don't think there's anything that compares to playing in front of you know your classmates playing in front of right this you know community that is your school and at the same time, especially when you're playing at the big, you know, big schools, playing in front of those packed crowds every night. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the NBA it's an 82 game slog up until the the playoffs. College, I mean, you look at it, schools go nuts for it. I mean, there's there's just nothing like it. There's nothing like that, and then the tournament too. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that compares to no, the tournament.
0: There's nothing compares to March Madness and the level of insanity it brings um, and the level of exposure. I mean. There's people who do not care about basketball, do not care about college basketball, but yet they watch March Madness every year. They do a bracket every year, you know that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I don't think you're going to see a mass exodus to overseas basketball. And I think actually, um, if I'm if I'm correct, in what's kind of coming out is the NBA CBA is up in 2022, three years, three years from now, I want to say. So, um, and they're going to get rid of the one and done rule. They're going, the NBA is going to. Um, get rid of that rule, it sounds like, and they are going to go back to allowing players straight out of high school. So um, you will not see probably LeBron James Jr. maybe not play college basketball. I think that's his year, if I'm correct. I want to say the year that he he might not play college basketball. That's So that's how soon we're talking about guys, again, will go back straight to the NBA again. Um, so who knows? Who knows what's going to well, happen? Shoot.
1: I mean, we we got a nice little sneak preview of the the James Wade connection again. At yeah, we Sierra do. Canyon next year.
0: Yes, we do. Zaire Wade and LeBron James Jr. A.K.A. Bronny will be attending the same high school. Um, Zaire Wade is a senior. Will be a senior, and LeBron James Jr. will be a freshman. Um, Zaire Wade is uncommitted. I think as of right now, um, a name being thrown around for his commitment is Michigan, because Jawan Howard is now the basketball coach at University of Michigan. The Fab Five.
1: He's coming and back And Jalen Rose said he's going to bring them all back together. I hope so. Even no. even Chris
0: Weber. Even Chris Weber. So let's hope it happens. Hey, did you see that uh, the Memphis Tigers now have the number one class in college basketball for next year?
1: I did not see that. No, all I North Carolina is pulling in some recruits. Um, Me- I love it.
0: Memphis has the number one overall player. I think Penny Hard- the Penny Hardaway effect.
1: That's the Penny. Yeah. Is, is he that great of a coach, though? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, who I mean, knows? who see what Memphis does.
0: Who knows? Um, that'll be insane, though. Watch out for the Memphis Tigers again. They were quite the basketball power. Should have beat Kansas a few years ago. A, a, a few, I mean, like 10 years ago, except Derek Rose. And then Mario Chalmers decided to make that not happen, um, for those of you who remember that night in San Antonio. So.
1: I, I think Derek Rose is just much to blame. I mean, come on. It's a free throw.
0: It's true. It's true. Derek Rose, Mario, Mario Chalmers. Mario Chalmers still in the NBA? or Is he gone? Is he retired?
1: He's still playing, but yeah, he's. I mean, he was. He was only relevant when he was winning championships with the Heat.
0: Yeah, he was a good point guard back then, and then, well, he wasn't. I wouldn't say good.
1: Was, he was a he solid was, option. But he, he was wasn't a good. He was a product of
0: the people around him. Hey, do we? Uh, we think? I guess it's, we're going to save it for the free agency special. But do we think LeBron's in uh, another year of purgatory there in uh, Los Angeles?
1: I I don't think so. A, I think they either get somebody or he is gone.
0: He has three years left on a massive deal. What's he do as for a that, trade?
1: But you can also get something back for him, and I don't think they're going to want to deal with the headache that can come with the unhappy LeBron.
0: You've heard it here first. LeBron James traded to the Portland Trailblazers. No, sorry. That's completely off. Let's see. The Phoenix Suns, see LeBron that, James. That
1: was the most interesting part to me is why he didn't – uh, put in a no trade clause that, that way he can control where he goes at the very least because LA could ship him off to and he, could, he has, he has a no power Charlotte yeah he's he, he stuck there they could ship him to the Clippers
0: all the way to the Clippers granted, granted he could always pull the ultimate power move and just retire I uh, highly doubt it he's got a lot of money still left on the table he's got a couple of years left in him
1: but this will yeah am- cause he's hurting for money
0: hey you know he's on the way to becoming a billionaire got every penny counts so i think we got to save this conversation for the preview special um the preview special nba free agency will come out here after the finals before free agency starts i want to say july 1st um i think that's the first so we'll talk free agency here in about a month um do you have anything else any other important sports news we are now entering the no, no man's land of sports
1: yeah just just enjoy the finals while you can cause it'll be gone gone before you know it hey us opens here pretty soon
0: uh golf pebble beach iconic venue so that's be pretty pretty nice any of your soccer fans the usa does have a tournament this summer here in america so check out the us men's national team uh coming to a east coast city near you probably so um they yeah, have must beat mexico and baseball mariners suck dodgers are good Astros are always good, and the Minnesota Twins somehow—no idea how that happened—but Minnesota Twins are the best team in baseball right now. Rico, did you know that? They've been terrible the last couple of years, so good for the Twins. <laughs> I did
1: not know. Actually, no. I think I might have saw something. Yeah. That. Either way, don't care. But yep. You know, well, congrats to them.
0: You know. All right. Well, uh, glad to get <laughs> you back on. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, more sports news happen here so we can talk
1: about it. Oh yeah, I think we'll get a post draft, pre free agency,
0: post finals. Pre-draft, free agency, all that good time. NBA offseason. I'd say I'd say post draft,
1: right oh, like yeah. in
0: between because then we
1: then we know when where is, free agents can go. You feel when me? When is the draft? Do You know, uh, it's usually not long after the finals.
0: NBA draft. Let's Google it. Thursday, June twentieth. So in exactly the draft and the free
1: agency starts July first. Two and a half Tuesday weeks. 30th?
0: Yep. So we'll be back in a couple weeks talking about. Um, NBA finals reaction, um, draft reaction, and final and the NBA free agency preview. Um, again, thank you to the Corner Club. Um, always love it there. Was back up there this weekend. Played a little shuffleboard. Didn't lose. Nothing else is new. Um, great, great establishment. Um, again, uh, this is the kicking it podcast presented by the Corner Club. Um, this is, he's Austin Rico. I'm Alex Bowman. Thanks for kicking it and go Vandals.